What is good, y'all? Happy Sunday. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana. And welcome to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in black culture, black news, and black entertainment. Now, this is our first episode of the new year, so I'm super duper excited for that. I got DJ Bam in the studio with me. I got our guest Cash in. Yo. You know, it's, it's, just, it's just good vibes today. So we're going to be chopping it up with Cash today. I'm super excited yep. about that. Um, but first things first, you know I got to go into our media topics and just see what's up because it's always something happening in this crazy world. So, Bam, it's a new year, and I got to ask you. What's up? What's up? How have you been feeling? What What's tea? Like, what's new in your Yo, world? What's tea? Everything's tea with me. Oh, yeah, enlighten Every, me. Everything's tea with me because... 2022, we made it. We still ain't got the flying car, even though they they uh, showed us the first one, but we ain't tested out yet. But now, nah, um, everything been good for me. I'm chilling. I'm back in the uh, the, the drawing board about okay. to us uh, start planning uh, Music Mania second season. Okay. Um, of course, y'all know I'm back off my shit down 12 pounds Ooh. since January 1st. Back off my ish. Nah, I mean, shout out to Boxing with Sibby, man. I met up with my trainer that I first started with uh, doing quarantine. Felt good, even though this nigga stares as hell, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, But besides that, uh, of course, always just keep motivating myself and others. I know my slogan. If this don't motivate you, I don't know what will. Use me as an example. But I'm trying to be like you, superstar. Uh, Why you trying to be like me? You a superstar. You a superstar. You a superstar. You know what I mean? Nah, I, 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 on some real shit, I wish you nothing but the best this year. Cause the way how your 2021 ended, wait, wait, all your, all the success is coming out of nowhere. I believe I'm, I'm not gonna say this year, year because every year is your year. But I will say this: the growth is definitely there. The growth is definitely there. I, I see it in you. So, know what I mean, that's that's what's new with me. What's up with you though? Oh, thank you, Bam. I really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Really, I feel like this January, I have been like really taking my time. Like I, I know what I want. Um, I know what I want to accomplish, and I'm just studying the course. You know, trying to be patient, but still like making the necessary steps to reach those goals. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people feel like New Year. Okay, I just gotta boom, 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 boom. Try to do everything in life. Nah. Two weeks. Yeah, right. So I feel like now I'm just being more intentional and just strategic, I nah. would say. Money-wise, real quick, because you know every year everybody try to save. I'm yeah. definitely yeah. 100% doing, I'm doing $10 a day. $10 a day? Yeah, I actually, I kind of fucked up because mm-hmm. the money that I had, I literally had to use it to pay an important bill because I definitely forgot and that was school, by the way. Wait, I just thought about something, but go ahead. Um, but I'm about to uh, when I get home today, what I spent, I'm gonna put the whole thing back. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely doing the ten dollar a day thing, and then um, know what I mean, I'm also I'm gonna abuse one credit card this year. I told myself <laughs> this year I'm gonna only abuse one credit card and just use that credit card to keep building off the one. All my other credit card is really for fucking emergencies. Okay. <laughs> Cause that shit felt good going into the New Year's with a clean slate. I paid off all seven of my credit card. And wow. one of them shits, I'm, I'm ready to cut that bitch up. Because that's, 
You know, that's the big money one. Wait for Bam. What's up? Um, so somebody about to be a dad. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Not about to, I'm not ready, but you know, yeah. How do you feel about that? Oh, Congratulations. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel good again. Another little girl. Now I mean, um, Melody Rose is her name. Oh, that's so cute. So, no nah, man, definitely, definitely was dope. I mean, shout out to everybody who uh, who I sent out the virtual uh, uh, gender reveal. It was fun shooting. It's crazy because I never did that with my actual family. Mm-hmm. Like they witnessed it, whatever the case is. Now they want to do more photo shoots. This and that. It's just <laughs> it's crazy, especially my little one now. So, um, but nah, it's definitely it was amazing feeling. Uh, this time around, mm-hmm. everybody kept saying, what you think it is? What you think it is? I'm like, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. But when that shit popped, and I saw that pink. Oh, yeah. You know I was happy. It was over. You it was know, over. I'm, I'm, I'm such a, like, I'm always team girl. Don't worry about it. You, you'll be there. You'll be at the baby shower. Yes, I will. I definitely got you. Cash, oh, though. What's up, man? What's we got up? Cash in the building. What's we up? What's do? up? Cash, you know what's crazy? What's up I'm going to call it? you the top of the year uh, artist. I'm going to tell you why. Ooh, okay. okay. Every time you on an interview, it's always the top of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Yo, Cash pop out of nowhere the top of the year, and then the rest of the year, you just see him on Instagram. That's it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you know what, you got to set the tone. You got to set the tone. That's a fact. You got to let him know what's but up. But speaking of setting yeah, yeah. Um, I recently just launched um, yesterday this mentorship program, so I kind of just want to get into it. Um, it's basically on my website. You can sign up. It's completely free for people, you know, looking to get into the industry. Free 99. They um, like that. You can meet with me, you know, virtual consultation. We talk about, you know, whether you're looking for a job in the industry or you're not sure where to go, but you know you want to be here. And I'm really excited about that. And I feel like it's good because people always say that they want to reach out to me, but they feel intimidated. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a good way because you don't have to physically talk to me necessarily yeah. or send a message. Like you could just book it online. Yeah. So I don't know. What's your thoughts on that, Bam? Do you think I'm intimidating or whatever? Uh, you know what it I'm is? I'm so chill. That's the crazy yeah, part. I yeah, I don't, think you, I don't think you're intimidated, but like social media got people looking so like upscale. Mm. and bougie. Right. So they probably see and looking at your page and what you're doing, it was like, you're probably a hard person. It's also a little that they know is you are definitely a plug, number one. Number two, if they come correct, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you just come correct, yes, she will respond. But you are very open. I will say that. I come off cocky, people say. You what? I call cocky. Um, cocky and conceited, that. they said. I said, I don't see how, because I'll give you the shirt off my back. Now, I feel the confidence in you. Thank you. Okay. I just want to say one thing. I know y'all talking, but I remember one time I was up here, I was talking to Bam one time. It uh-huh. might, might have been somewhere else, and we was having a conversation, and I said, yo, you know what? You know, I, <laughs> I'm humble, but like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like to show off. And I remember Bam told me, he was like, he was like, nah, man, you got to talk your shit. He was like, as a rapper, you got to talk <laughs> your shit. If they don't like it, they don't like it. But, right. you know, they going to know where you coming from. And I always remember he told me that. That's a yeah, fact. man, because you, like, I feel like you got to, if you don't have confidence in yourself, there's a difference between cocky and, and conceited and confident. I tell people there's the three mm-hmm. C's. And confident, confident is, in my eyes, 
is a build up to believe. You got to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, how can you get somebody else to believe in you? That's a fact. That's true. And people read through not being confident. Exactly. Now, when you get up there and you're confident, you got to hold your ground, though. <laughs> you gotta, right. <laughs> I ain't saying go up there and be rabbit yourself like his man and, sh- and shoot himself in the balls or something. But, nah, but definitely, um, I-, I-, I took that in consideration because definitely real quick, we're going to continue. Um, somebody told me one time, uh, DJ, if the place is the same way, if a place is packed, because at the time it was like 30, 40 people in there, mm-hmm. but the place hold about a good 300. But this was all night, and this person told me this. He said, Yo, you DJ, like if it's 300, 4,000, whatever, the same way, no matter what, because you never know who's in the room. Somebody's going to remember, mm-hmm. and you build your confidence off of that. I I didn't understand what the fuck that meant at one point. Nah, it makes mm-hmm. sense though. Do make sense. They said the same thing with performing. Yeah, mm. yeah. I love the stage, by the way. I don't nice. know. It's just when that spotlight hits you, uh-huh. I don't give a fuck. I'm. It's just something about it. It's like you come alive, like you know Word. what I'm saying. It's like you really live it once you on stage. So. Nah, that's facts. But speaking of um, coming alive and being on stage and superstardom. Mm-hmm. Kanye West speaks out about not being able to attend his daughter's birthday party. So I'm going to play y'all the clip. And y'all just tell me what y'all think. I mean, this is low, high-key crazy, but I feel for, I kind of feel for Kanye. Um, It's like a fucked-up situation. But people are definitely on the fence about it because they're just like, well... Kanye is really like a bad person and he's a terrible person. But he is terrible. After we play the clip, I got something too because I just seen some clip on my way here. Mm-hmm. I did not like of Kanye. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why though. Well, go ahead, you play the clip. Play I just wish my daughter public right. happy birthday. I wasn't allowed to know where her party was. There's nothing legal. They're saying that these are the kind of games. It's being played at the light is the kind of thing that right really has bar. affected my health for the longest uh and i'm just not playing i'm not letting i'm taking control of my narrative this year i'm being the father the best father the gay version of a father and i'm i'm not finna let this happen and, and we're gonna be in real time take a slight right with this turn right here chicago happy birthday i love you and I'm just putting this online because I need y'all support. I didn't call Kim, text the nannies. I got on the phone with Tristan. He he said, he asked Chloe, right. won't nobody yeah. give me the address to my daughter's birthday party right now. And that's going to imprint in her mind that I wasn't there for her. You get what I'm saying? Like, I ain't. It's sad. Um, and I do understand what he means by saying, like, that's going to imprint in her mind that you know he wasn't there for her but bam mm-hmm. what do you what do you think about this uh two things i ain't gonna front i love that how he's how he's he's not on one of his rampage mm-hmm. two is not he chased for a clout but he's also covering himself like yo i'm actually trying to be there so mm-hmm. before yeah. this shit hit tmz and this and this that no this was the real thing mm-hmm. three yeah. It was receipt showing, meaning text messages, 
he was saying do separate celebrations, but that's because of he was like at first Kim was like I don't want you there doing your crazy shit if yeah. other people gonna be there. Right. Not so much they didn't want to be in the same room. Uh-huh. It was just on some we cool with that. Yeah. But all honesty, it's finally good to see celebrity at black man finest. And when I say finest, because this is how they label us. <laughs> like actually seeing like trying to be a father and just want to be there. Yeah. And actually showing like nobody was it's sad because Travis Scott. Had to give him the um the address. The address. Oh wow! You think he threatened them though? You think Ye threatened them? Nah, I don't think Ye threatened him. I think it was more so like, like Travis, like yo, bro, like like yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, just I'm, come I'm, on. Just come on. Yeah. Like what they gonna say? But I feel like that's so petty. Like that nobody wanted to give him the address. Like why? It's weird, but y'all mess with him any time because y'all worried about old boy being there. Like that's. But also, you decided to be with a Kardashian. Yeah. So I I don't know. I can't feel bad for you. You did that to yourself. If I was him, I'd buy the house back. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, nigga, we live across the street. Uh-huh. But, you know, hopefully that situation gets fixed and at least they could just find a way to co-parent. I, they've been co-parent, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. He, she done been at the show's Mind you, they was already in, in the filing of divorce, but she done been at the Donna shows and all that with the kids, still dressed. First of all, her ass dumb. Nobody tell her to still dress like him. She Maybe she like it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I was getting to that point. Like, I look at them how Kamal Simmons and Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Just like Kamal Simmons still hasn't changed her last name. Mm-hmm. She done married and everything, mm-hmm. but she would not change her last name because she know what that Simmons name bring. Yeah. It's a brand. And, like, the hair Kanye, like, he based his schedule on taking his kids to school, mm-hmm. this and this, that. Like, he said, the nigga supposed to been in Miami, but he right. wasn't. So that tells you right there. Anybody else would have been like, oh, all right, but No, he actually stopped his recording. And speaking of recording, like I said, we're going to play the clip after. All right, nigga, you venting. Cool. Everybody don't talk about Kim and songs. But you heard what gang said? That nigga said, I'm going to take Kim neck, make a choke on my kids. Yeah. And this nigga, yeah, game. In the same song? Yeah. And this nigga, yeah, in the video like this. Bopping. It's just weird. Like, it's weird. weird. Yeah, we're going to have to play that. I I heard the song briefly. It's weird. Yo, it is fucking weird. Like, I get it. They just have a weird dynamic. Yeah. And it's really not for me to understand. But I will say this, and I will tell somebody else. Do y'all know since the actual real, real final breakup, this is the fucking most time we seen Ye out here, mm. out here yoling. Yeah. That nigga living his life. Yeah, he, he pulling up everywhere, too. He this nigga done threw a party in Miami. Yeah. He done had an actress and an IG model. Mm-hmm. Wind up, made it official with the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't living a life. I guess this is These niggas out here look like Madonna and Dennis Rodman from the 90s. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess this is his dating era. I really don't know. But I hope that if they are trying to keep him from his kids, like that really doesn't occur. But we're going to go into a quick music break. And when we come back, Word. we're going to chop it up with Cash. So. Cash Johnson. That's his real name, people, by the way. 
What is good, y'all? And welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in black culture, black news, and black entertainment. Now, I got cash in the building. Uh-huh. So, you know, we're going to chop it up because he is really a truly great talent. And I'm just super excited for this interview. We go way back. So, Cash, first things first. Um, tell us where you from and, you know, what made you start getting into music? I'm originally from Irvington, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into music probably because a lot of my family was into music. Like, when I was younger, my aunt, I know Ben probably heard this story before. My aunt was in, uh, um, great story. Uh, she was in a couple Cash Money videos. Oh. She was in, like, the video Shine, some R. Kelly videos and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I remember she sent me um, my first CD was, like, um, like the R. Kelly and Jay-Z. Like, when they had the, the album together, mm-hmm. that was one of my first CDs. And, like, she was in the video Shine. So I've always been a Cash Money fan. Okay. But, you know, I started rapping. You know you know how people just start freestyling in the basements and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's how I started rapping until... You know, somebody actually sat me down and was like, you know, you should make songs and mm-hmm. focus on hooks and stuff like that. So that's how I really started rapping, like in the hallways in school, in the lunchroom and stuff like that. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you mentioned like you used to rap in school and, you know, you grew up in Irvington. How would you say that like influenced you as an artist? Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, that because, like, in school, I used to, like, rap battle. Mm. So, like, shout out to my man, Mike Corbin. I don't know if he's still rapping. But um, we used to, like, rap battle. I used to rap battle anybody. Like, I never turned down a freestyle or rap battle. So, that's where I get most of my influence from. You know, just rap battling and just kicking freestyles. Okay. Yeah. So, I want to get into your um, your latest single, uh, Raised by OGs. Talk uh-huh. to us a little bit about that, you know, how that came about, what the creative process was behind that. It's a super dope track. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my boy Anastasio produced that. Mm-hmm. I actually met him down when um, Juski used to do the movement space. Ah, yeah. okay. So, I met him there. You know, we connected. Shout out to him. We did a couple tracks together. We got a song called Jack in it. That's on my album that I released in May mm-hmm. and a couple more. Um we just did that a while ago. You know, it was sitting for a while, and I thought it was a good time to release it mm-hmm. because um, I just got an independent label deal under Empire and uh, DT Digital. Right, I did see that. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. So I felt like that was like a good first song to put up under the label. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how that came about. Okay. So, I, that you know, I do want to get into that. Um, so, you know, you just mentioned Empire, and you like being in a deal with them. You know, how how did that come about, and what was that process like for you? Because um, I know mm-hmm. artists are, you know, some artists out there are still trying to navigate situations like that. So, you know, if you could speak to that. So, you know, it's just like grinding over the years and contacting mm-hmm. people. You know the grind, you know, hitting up people on Instagram, contacting people, mm-hmm. sending emails, that whole process. So, you know, that's basically how it started. I contacted somebody who was the head of DT Digital, mm-hmm. and we were talking for a little while. And he said he liked my stuff. He said he liked my material. He listened to my album, my music. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, he had a situation over there at DT Digital, which was on the Empire. And, you know, 
being in the area that we in, there's a lot of so on social media. A lot of people want to give you a runaround or mm-hmm. give you false narratives that's not true. So I never really, really get excited about things mm. until it's like really, really set, set in stone. stone. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't, you know, didn't got the runaround a lot of the times. So you know, he sent me the contract over, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, being an artist, it's a lot of words and it's a lot of things in there in which I don't understand. Right. So a very good friend of mine, my boy Kiro, he's a lawyer out in Jersey City. Oh wow. Yep. So I had him, you know, read over the contract just so it was nothing in there that I didn't understand, and I mm-hmm. was just signing, you know, my stuff away. So the contract kind of made sense. Right. So I just went with the. That's smart. Um, I really love that. And I think that's something like me and Bam always talk about too because you see just a lot of artists are just like really like, I don't want to say fiending, but like are really super jumpy when it comes to like deals and things of that nature. And I think that's definitely something that you got to be smart with for sure. So that's, you know, I'm really glad that you were able to get that opportunity and then, you know, still have someone that you could use as a resource. Mm-hmm. So that, I love that for sure. Thank you. So I always like to ask my guests, um, you know, everyone makes music differently and everyone spends a lot of the time in the studio. Mm-hmm. So I always want to know, like, what is it like being in the studio with you? Like, I've had certain artists tell me, like, they need, they got to drink before they get in the studio. Yeah. They got to roll up. They got to yeah. have a game. So what is it like for you? My, my creative process? Mm-hmm. So my creative, I, I definitely drink and smoke, but I, I, I calm down off the hard liquor because <laughs> I'm not really productive on that. You know what I'm saying? But I drink some wine okay. or something like that. Not all the time, but I like to smoke before I write. I roll up something with paper or blunt or something like that. Mm-hmm. I only take a couple hits because I, to this day and age, I've been smoking for a long time and I still get dumb high. So I, <laughs> I take a couple hits just to, you know, ignite my creative process. Mm-hmm. And um, I put it on, before I write any music, I put it on like oldies first. Like, mm. whether it be like Mary J. Blige or like The Temptations or like. Teddy Pendergrass to set set the vibe, get the soul, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I come from the soul when I write my music, so like I put on some soulful stuff first, and you know, and then I throw on the instrumental. Okay. And it be lit. So that's how my, my studio sessions be. Okay, and like, you know, are there certain people that you like to be in the studio with you, or are you more so like a solo? Um, I write my music solo, but like if I'm like doing a studio session, like I'll invite a couple people People with good vibes, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, it's nothing worse than being in the studio, and you got because it's it's su- it's such a thing called studio etiquette. Yeah. Some some people don't have studio <laughs> etiquette, and they'll be talking or Ugh. you know what I'm saying, and then and then sometimes you got to be an asshole because you like yo like be quiet like I'm trying to think like mm-hmm. you you should have known what you was doing when you asked to come or I asked you to come. So like I'm real selective who who I invite to the studio mm-hmm. now. And people know like how to play their roles, like you know what I'm saying. Give input and actually, who want to contribute to the creative process. And um, as of recently, like the last year or so, I've been locking in with a couple of people, like my boy GX, mm-hmm. my boy Rich Icy, Champu, Nam, uh, Be the Waviest Mill. We like a collective of artists, you know okay. what I'm saying? So, like, I'm at a point now where it's like, I got regular friends and I got artist friends, like my music friends. Mm-hmm. I just like to be in the studio with, music with my music friends because they know the studio etiquette, you know what I'm saying? They're not talking when I'm on a microphone and shit like that. Nah, I feel you. And, you know, that makes perfectly good sense. I feel like um, 
your music friends or your industry friends are always going to be different, right, Mm -hmm. from your friends. Like, I feel like when you're in the industry, it's kind of like you're in it and you're in it, and not everyone necessarily understands that, you know, that kind of environment. So I think it is good that you, you know, have people like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So you talk a little bit about, you know, having your music friends, but, you know, as an artist, like, do you have a team, you know, like, are you managed by yourself? Um, is that something you're looking to, you know, expand and get a team in 2022? Like, talk mm-hmm. to us about that. Well, I got people who support me, like, shout my boy Monty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other people who support me, if I forget, forgive me. But um, as far as, like, a team, he couldn't make it today, but I got my boy um, No Sleeves. Mm-hmm. He always comes around with the camera. He's real nice. He does a lot of my shooting and editing. And um, my boy GX, like, I have a team as far as, like, him. Like, he'll give me good information about, like, what's current and what's going on right now. Like, my boy, he told me about the NFTs way before they even jumped off. So Mm -hmm. I have a person like him who will keep me, like, current. And, like, we motivate each other and stuff like that. But as far as management, Mm -hmm. I don't have a manager right now. I did have one in the past, Mm -hmm. but that just didn't really work out no shade to her but she was new in it but i feel like as far as getting interviews and shows and everything that i was doing with my clothing line and everything Mm -hmm. i feel like i was doing that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know what i mean i didn't really feel like you know she was really contributing to that and that's nothing towards her because we had that conversation right but like i mean like as far as like things that I needed done from her or somebody else. Like, if I'm, like, sending emails and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I'll send it to... I used to send it to her to, like, proofread and stuff like that because, like, that's that's really important, too. So, like, I don't really have a solid team, but I got people around me. Right. And, you know, I think that's fair. And I think, you know, as time progresses, you you know, maybe you will, you know, find someone that can do that. So, I think it's all a part of the journey, I would definitely say. Uh Uh-huh. Now, um, if you could work with any artist, who would it be and why? Mainstream? Yeah. I'm a big Lil Wayne fan. I love Lil Wayne. I love Drake. Um, Who else would I work with? I'm trying to think of someone current. I fuck with Mulatto. She hard. Oh, yeah. Love, love, love. One of my faves. Like, um, who else? That's all I can think of right now. Yeah, I love them. And I love Lotto. Like, she really, like, she really doing her thing. You heard her freestyle that she put out on with L.A. Leaker? Yeah. Yeah, she body, though. Uh, shout out to L.A. Leaker. It's one of my favorite, favorite, like, you know, freestyle stations. I think them and, like, bars are 95. Yeah. really, like, Facts. Bring the heat when uh-huh. it comes to freestyles for real. Benny, Benny the Butcher killed I ninety five a couple times. Oh, I gotta go back and watch that because yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's nice. I would work with him too. He's nice. Yeah, and but you know, him. a lot of people don't listen to Benny. That's cause I mean, you gotta be a certain type of person to listen to Benny though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you gotta be in the mood to listen to Benny. I feel like you gotta be a real, a real like hip hop rapper head per se. Facts. Like, he's very old school in a sense. Facts, yeah. So, I feel like it's it's not for everybody. Mm-mm. But, yeah, he's, he's really hard, for sure. If you could say, you know, your favorite thing about being an artist, um, what would it be? The journey. I like the journey. <laughs> now, nah, for real, I like the journey because I know a lot of people wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. But I like the journey. I like, um, I love being in the studio. Like, I love, I'm, I'm really an artist who loves rapping. 
I'm not one of the people who do it just to post on Instagram and look cool. Like, I love rapping and expressing myself that way. So, like, the journey is cool. Like, I remember one time, like, I was going to New York because mm-hmm. my boy told me that um, Master P's manager was out there. Okay. And when I went out there, um, I, I seen a a TMT card. And mm-hmm. then I was like, then I seen another one. So, I'm like, oh, shit, like, that's Floyd Mayweather people. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, that's just his team. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, then I hop out the car. I see Floyd Mayweather. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, to me, that's something. Because somebody else, oh, like, you know what I mean? You starstruck or nothing. But, like, that's, like, me being born in, like, the 60s or 70s and seeing Muhammad Ali. You mm, know what I'm saying? So, like, right. it'd be, like, moments like that. Like, the moments that you could go back and, like, certain people can't really relate to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I just like the journey. That's fair. And, you know, I've been trying in my own career to be more, um, like, in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. just enjoying the moments that I'm currently in. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to um, because I feel like oftentimes we're so worried about, like, the next the next step. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of just like, nah, like, let's enjoy what we have right now because, you know, it all is special. Facts. For, for sure, for sure. Um, mom, mom, mom. so, you know, we talked a little bit about the journey and, you know, you as an artist and your artistry. And earlier, you kind of mentioned, like, COVID a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so talk to us about that. Like, you know, what was that experience like for you when everything was shut down as an artist? And, like, how did it affect you? Or maybe still is affecting you? And, like, how are you trying to come back from that? Um, before COVID, I mean, I was having to run. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's where I, I felt like... That's where I felt like I was doing the most. Like, right before COVID, I was doing some TV. I was on, uh, mm-hmm. power. we were talking about power. I was on Power Book 2. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was on that. I was on uh, This Is Us, The Politician. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting the snap. I think. Background mm-hmm. in that. Okay. Doing background. But then I did a Snapchat show where I went on. It was like a dating show. It was called Second Chance. I feel I like I've heard of that. Yeah, I did that. I was on that. And that's all right before COVID. So, like, I really just saw my life kicking up. Like, mm. it was really kicking up. And then COVID happened. And then, you know, everything shut down. Like, I was doing shows, like, three times a week. Podcasts, mm. interviews, traveling. But, you know, COVID happened. It kind of slowed me down a little bit. But mm-hmm. I was still shoot. I took that. I took advantage of that time when everything was shut down. And I was shooting videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I care. I wrote my album. I came out with my album, mm-hmm. and I think my album because I think one of my album is like the hardest music that I, mm-hmm. the hardest body of work that I came out with, and I I owe that to COVID. You know what I'm saying? Being in the house and you know having time to actually construct that and come out with it. So I mean, COVID had its ups and downs, but you know I'm definitely about to bounce back and get right back where I was and press on. Right, and yeah, you know I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Um, it was just a weird, a weird situation. I mean, now we're able to still flourish in mm-hmm. some capacity. Do you feel like we'll ever be shut down again? Hell yeah. They're going to come out with another variant next week. Oh, Bam, Bam, say, Bam yeah. said he Hell ready to talk. Yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm ready for these niggas to shut this shit. Yeah, <laughs> shut it down. Just for a little, for a Yo, little just bit. for a little Yo, for listen, a little I say this. They're going to treat this like how we go to school. We go to school from September to June, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, COVID is October <laughs> to April. 
And Back to Life is April to September. <laughs> like, that's going to be our life. For real. That's going to be our life. Nah, I, I, I kind of wanted to, like, when I say shut back down, I ain't going to I had so much more time to myself. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it was, it, and I was glad that uh, cherish that moments. Not saying people are like, because people be like, oh, you could have time for yourself now. It's not that because yeah. our world, especially this in, right this now. entertainment business that we're in, mm-hmm. we're constantly we gotta keep pulling out content. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know how many people keep asking me about music, man. Like, oh, I thought it was every Wednesday. Like, oh, yeah. my nigga took a break. And I said, my nigga, I'm filming that. That's coming out of my own pocket. Yeah, I don't yeah, have a big budget to keep filming Facts. that shit every day. Yeah. Fuck is your problem? Facts. But um. Nah, I'm, I'm. I think they are going to shut it. I don't want to say shut it down. For real, shut this shit down. I'm not going to be mad. I mean, as long as they not going to be mad. Your ass was yo. Let's talk about your ass was flying out when this shit was shut down. Oh, you was going. What? No, she was at, she was at Jamaica like every other six weeks. She was at Jamaica. Um. Okay. So when COVID first started, <laughs> when we had the first shutdown. I was in LA. I was doing the semester out there. I was working at Power 106. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and I had to come home because uh-huh. COVID. And then she came on the tapping radio. Yeah, I, I started uh, doing my show here, uh-huh. and then before that, I was like doing like Instagram live interviews and stuff like at home, everything, whatever, okay. whatever. And then like I spent the whole my whole senior year, I spent it remote. Mm-hmm. Um, that summer, that summer of like COVID, mm-hmm. I went to Vegas. Okay, she, um, she was outside there. But I was safe, like, you know, that was the only place I went. I went to Vegas that summer, came back, did my senior year. And then during my senior year, the the, the last semester of my senior year, uh, that January, mm-hmm. I went to Jamaica, but, like, that's where I'm from. Okay, okay. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was safe. Um, I wore my mask. If you don't mind, you, you vaccinated? Yeah, unfortunately. You, real quick. Unfortunately. Your reasons, because everybody has different reasons of like why they did it. You know what I mean? Just the environment mm-hmm. I was in, I was around a lot of people. All right. And then I actually had a conversation, you know, because you're thinking like, should I get one? Should I not get one? Mm-hmm. And I was on the phone with my grandmother one time, mm-hmm. and that would do it. You know, because like I wasn't gonna be pressed to do it because a lot of people said get a vaccination, get a vaccination, but. She's the the reasoning for a lot of things. Right. I can call her for reasoning. Yeah. Right. She said, "Well, she was like, I'm seventy something years old. Like, you know how many times I had to get vaccinated? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the shit that's been like, yeah. it like been that's... around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She was like, you know how many times I had to get vaccinated? This shit, this ain't new. She was like, well, we had what polio, this and that. Right. That's, that's, flu, like, that's why it's called the flu. Yeah. Because people don't understand like." For example, like she said, like we have polio and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like me growing up, like I didn't never, I never heard of anyone having polio. Why? Because mm-hmm. everyone vaccine. got the fucking vaccine. Facts. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I feel like if more people were to get vaccinated, that maybe it could help us. Yeah. Me personally, I ain't gonna front. I was a little tight. I was a little tight at people. When I say tight. Because, you know, everybody first ran to Florida. Uh-huh. Then they ran to Georgia. Uh-huh. Right. Then for some reason, they started going to Texas. I don't know why. Yeah. But um, I'm sitting here, and then, like, everybody, you know you know the, the strip club world I'm in. Yeah. Everybody, like, yo. Are the strippers vaccinated? <laughs> yo, you crazy or not? 
The ones that I know so far, mm-hmm. yes, they are. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Um, a lot of them kept saying, like, yo, man, you got to come to Atlanta. You gotta... Mind you, I done DJ Atlanta plenty of times. Atlanta, they don't got COVID. But, they act like it don't. But um, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of money mm-hmm. that I missed out on for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. I could have still went down there because I damn sure had one of them white suits. I was ready to wear that shit all the way down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I spent motherfucking $150 for that shit, too. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I told myself, and I really sat there and I said, eventually this shit is going to be mandatory. This is before it this is. shit was mandatory. Even now. a lot of jobs now like, in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy I did it. You have to be vaccinated. Because I might be flying out to LA Valentine weekend for Super Bowl Sunday mm-hmm. to work out there and motherfuckers got to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, did you have any, like, did you guys feel different after you got vaccinated? Only um, thing about me. I just feel like a little knot in my arm. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. all first. that crazy sickdom that everybody took. I like, wasn't oh, sick. I was, I was sick. This and this that. But I guess I was just like my body was just like like after my second shot the next day my body was tired. I'm we, also yeah. boosted. It was just it was, it was, it was oh, so you boosted. Oh, well, you got it because I ain't getting no booster. Nah, I ain't getting no booster. I'm just so I feel like because I work in New York. Yeah. I'm literally like so. But do you, how do you feel if even just. Saying you did it anyway, cause it's like I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm I did the responsible thing. I, that's how I feel. Cause I feel like COVID is not only about me. I could get COVID and probably be okay, but like it's about like my family members that have like you know Under compromised immune, immune system. Not like, gonna worry. Like I'm it's blessed. Just not, it's just not all I about didn't me. Have it yet, and if I did, I had no symptom, but. I have not had it. every time I the three times I went to go get tested, yeah, they all came back negative. Yeah, so it was like you know today was the first time I ever tested myself for real? for the music to come here. Like uh-huh. I wouldn't, otherwise, I wouldn't have did it. Like my job, um, did that shit. my job. We I, I promise y'all I've been like this week alone that just ended. I've been tested four times. Get out. Yeah, every like basically every day I, I got tested Monday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, wow. I don't care though because it's just the um, yeah the swab. Or yeah. But one thing about me, like if I'm gonna have COVID, I'm gonna fucking know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm grateful, and you know it's hard to get tests now at this point. Yeah, it definitely is. It's a whole bunch of. <sighs> Yo. Someone told me they about to send tests to everybody' crib. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They doing that, but. Let's just see how that how that turns out. I mean, that shit this morning that shit looked like a pregnancy test. Yeah, was it too long? I seen that shit too. I was like, the fuck. Yeah, yeah. it definitely but does like a, a pregnancy test, right? If you could say cash, you know, we talked about COVID and you know just the year so far, like and how you want to move. What would you say some of your goals for twenty twenty two? My goals for twenty twenty two definitely to get um, as music goals or just goals in general. Um, both. Okay. Um. Like, which I was talking about earlier, saving more. Mm. Um, mm. Get my streams up, shoot a lot more content, a lot more original content, because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm very creative, mm-hmm. and I don't want to limit myself in a box and doing stuff that everybody else is doing. Right, right, right. Um, I would say getting features for more artists, mm-hmm. and just, you know, just putting out more projects and just getting to where I really, really want to be. 
I love it. I think that's dope. And, you know, I really think you have a good head on your shoulders and you definitely can accomplish those things. Thank you. You're welcome. And, you know, if you could leave the listeners um, with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? I know it's probably sound cliche, but go hard. Um, and, and the field that we in, I just want to say this, like, everybody not going to support you. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. family, close people, best friend, everybody not going to support you. But I feel like you just got to really, really believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to believe in yourself and um, just tell yourself you great. Tell yourself that you know what you're doing and then stop asking people for opinions. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like a lot of times people ask somebody for opinion or, or like what should they do and not mm-hmm. listening to themselves. You mm. feel what I'm saying? So just listen 100%. to yourself majority of the time and just, you know, be great. That's, that's all I got to say to people. And work hard. Send the emails. Yes. Send the send the DMs. Them. Don't be afraid. Yeah, right? don't be afraid. Close mouths don't get fed, baby. Hundred percent. I contacted you. Right, exactly. And now we here. Check your DMs. Like you yeah, know, yeah. I might do it. I might be. I might yeah. be a little slow at responding, but I'm gonna respond though. Facts. Once I get to it, we good. That's a fact. <laughs> I just want to thank you so much, you know, for joining me, talking to us. Appreciate it. Super duper dope. Really, you know, enjoyed the time. And, you know, I feel like you're really going to go far. Like, you're really dope for real. And, you know, I've enjoyed mm-hmm. seeing your growth over Thank the you. years. Appreciate that. You're very much welcome. Um, So we do have this thing on oh, our Oh, I got to say one more thing, too. Because I remember the last time yeah. I did an interview, too, we had, like, a little freestyle competition. Uh-huh. Let's do that again. I'm eating everybody. Yeah, I do want to bring everybody. that back. I, I really yeah, do. Bring that back. I really do. Uh-huh. All right, so y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here. Uh-huh. Y'all heard it here first. Right. So when when Black Talk brings our freestyle competition back, Cash is in the building, okay? And he mm. said he eating everybody. Everybody, bring your A game, bring your pin game. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got this, you know, part of our show called New and Noon, where we basically highlight artists, yes. um, new tracks, and guess what we highlighting today? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna play "Raised by OGs." I hope y'all mm. fucking with it. And yeah, I got it. Can you um? I'm gonna be honest. That's not even my favorite track. You want to play something? Yeah, you play "Old Snap." Old Snap. Old Snap. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got you. So we're gonna play that. I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in for another Sunday. I will see y'all next week, same time, same place. Yeah, you already know. It's Black Talk yeah. Radio.